Hey guys, you're here tonight with veteran podcaster and one-third of Chinaboot's main roster, Liam. And me, James. <laughs> I feel like my energy was off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It'll, it'll pick up as we go. Um, mm. So yeah, Liam, James, nice to meet you. Well, you know me. Here's, you don't know me. Yeah, here's James. You might, but you probably don't. Tonight, we have for you the very first ever episode of a brand new podcast that we're airing especially for you as part of Tunaboot Season 3.5 lineup as we prepare for Season 4. Why don't you call it Tuna Break? The Tuna Break? Oh my god, that's so yeah. much better. I'll have to phone up the boys. Yeah, I mean, it's really close to your actual, the actual name of the podcast. I don't know why you didn't go with it. The Tuna Break. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, so... This podcast is something James and I have been working on for a couple years now, and finally, with the wonders of technology and fuck all free time, we present to you Franchisability. Woo! I realised as you said, you sort of took a breath before Franchisability, it's like a good time for us to both say it, but I, I pulled out. Say it now and I can cut it in. Okay, franchisability. <laughs> Come on, I want more gusto. Okay, franchisability. franchisability. Woo! There we, there we go. So, James, what is franchisability? Um, franchisability is a podcast, obviously, uh, where we are going to be playing the part of two writers who have turned up to a meeting with a big shot Hollywood executive, only to realize we have nothing prepared. Uh, over the course of the podcast, we will Frankenstein together an entire movie franchise on the spot, uh, and that's it. That's yeah. that's my my take. Uh, however long this is going to be, elevator pitch basically. Essentially, yeah, yeah. We don't know how long we have with this this exec, but we've got him. <laughs> and unfortunately for him, he's got us. Yeah. Wait, does this make the listeners the exec? Yeah, yeah, they are. Well, in that case, listeners, if you like and subscribe, please feel free to comment and tell us what you think about uh, this horrendously ill-prepared franchise that we're going to present to you today. Mm. Yeah, so this will be the first episode. Uh, It'll air on Tunaboot, and then hopefully we'll get this up and running uh, as a brand new podcast. So, keep... uh, What's what's the phrase I'm thinking of now? How should I know? Keep your fingers on the trigger. Nope. That's awfully. That is. That's quite aggressive. Yeah. Uh, keep your fingers on the. Keep an ear to the ground. Keep an ear to the ground. Keep a nose to the wall. And when we do release this as its own thing, follow it, please. And we'll be eternally grateful. Might even give you a little cameo in the franchise. I mean, you never know. You never know. This could be a, a character character names. Those are sellable, probably. Yeah, fuck it. You know what? If this goes well, we'll start it up as a Kickstarter. And we'll try... We'll sell character names. Yeah, we'll sell character names as one of the rewards. Yeah. A walk-on cameo as well. That could be like a top tier. Look, Mum, that's me. That's me yeah, next yeah. to Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, if you look closely at Dwayne The Rock Johnson's head in the sheen, you can see me. <laughs> so we got sent a brief by 
the powers that be, the guys up there. Yeah, yeah, we do have one saving grace in our floundering with this, the, the execs. Mm-hmm. They did give right. us something to work off of. Yeah, we do have one prompt written down. Yeah, and for today's episode, mm-hmm. here it is. Uh, we're we're gonna come up with a crime action film intertwined with an unconventional racing sport that hasn't been shown before to the best of our knowledge. So that means no fast car racing, mm-hmm. no bobsled racing, and no snail racing. Of course. Uh, what was the name of that film? What? What was the name of that film? So now I called Zoom or something like that. Uh, that'll be animated one. Um, but yeah, so we need to kind of get all that into a idea for a film that can be franchised. So, mm-hmm. what have you got for us, James? So, uh, what do you want first? Do you want do you want my uh, do you want just a quick premise? As opposed uh, or to, do you, want, do you just a slow one? <laughs> do, you, do you want? Or do you want to know what sport I've chosen? Oh. um... I want to know your sport first. Sport first. And then give us your premise. Okay, so for the sport, I've chosen... It's first-person FPV drone racing. That is going to give us some good action shots, to, to say yeah, the least. It's, it is a, like a cinematographer's dream. They're just like, we can just send the drone off. How much fun would that be? I mean, they do it, and it looks sick. Yeah. But it does also mean that we've got like a character who's going to be wearing a like VR headset for a lot of the film. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so we essentially we're going to have a hardened undercover detective who has to infiltrate the international drone racing world tour, whatever. We'll come up with a name for it mm-hmm. uh, to find out who is stealing military tech uh, at each of the stops. Okay. You can kind of guess what the military tech would sort of be. The drones. Yeah, it's drones. <laughs> <laughs> Good. The only issue our undercover detective has is that he is a complete technophobe. Well, that's not going to work. No, but that's why he's going to have a partner. Well, it's a, it's going to be buddy cop. Nice. Undercover buddy cop. Drone reason. Mm-hmm. Right, so... Your buddy cop undercover drone racing franchise. Mm-hmm. What's the demographic for this, and can you give us a wee age rating for the for this? It's okay. So the demographic is going to skew younger, but not too young. Mm-hmm. It's an action film, so I'm thinking it's a fifteen mm-hmm. for sure. Probably like eighteen to twenty five is the the demographic. I'm not sure if it's going to skew. Ideally, it won't skew purely to, like, we want it to be kind of open. Mm-hmm. But, it's so, we'll see how it goes, you know? Yeah. You never know. It is an action film, so it probably will skew male. Yeah. That's well, quite good, though, because, like, an, uh, a 15 age rating, you can get away with some swearing. You can get away with mm-hmm. some light to moderate violence. Um, yeah. If you want to chuck in a very... Um, tasteful a, a very tasteful uh, sex scene you can probably mm. get away with that yeah yeah a lot of like cutting away yeah 
let's just move right into it. Let's start sorting out the very, very basics of the first film. We need protagonist, antagonist, story arcs, A plot, B plot. Well, we need to decide who the protagonist is. Is yeah. the protagonist the tech guy, or is it the gruff undercover detective? I don't know. How, how is it working at Buddy Cop normally? Is it Are they both protagonists? I feel like they are. They're like... But one of them usually has the more supporting role. Yeah, so we've got our we've got our two kind of protagonists here. Who which one are we gonna favour more mm. is what you're asking. So we've got the the kind of gruff technophobe undercover agent who's working with yeah. the tech guy who helps him run the drone races. Yeah, the tech guy's gonna be the one who's actually racing. Right. Because that that our undercover cop cannot. Cannot or will not? Uh, I think cannot as well as will not. Mm-hmm. Do you think that... Because here's some good um, character development here, potentially. Yeah. Is he a technophobe because he doesn't understand it or just because he doesn't like it? I think he doesn't understand it. And I think over the course of it, he will start to kind of get it. I think... They both have things to learn, but like there is also the key a key moment later in the film where you could do, for whatever reason, our protagonist, the detective, has to take over, and race. Oh, I've actually got something that could work with that. What if mm-hmm. later on? Obviously, we'll get to this point later on. What if there's a moment where the antagonist like puts out like a flare or something in front of mm-hmm. the main guy's drone? essentially just blinding the tech guy could work i mean because they're they're not with the drones they're already separate you can easily have like the the guy in the vr room hidden in the the tech room Mm -hmm. and then gun gets cocked beside his head he has to relinquish control while the other guy's out on display with the other racers yeah the gruff undercover cop guy Mm mm-hmm is with all the other racers with their own VR headsets on. Yeah. yeah. And but the tech guy is currently um, He's like through the back. Yeah, he he's he's just like patched into the main guy's Yeah. tech. So then when he it gets also... when he gets taken hostage or whatever, the main guy then has to start to control the drone himself. Yeah, like the the guy like flips the switch as he's like as he's getting like he does this sort of like off the like the taps the, the button on the desk mm. to flip to that guy so he now has to take over and he's obviously disorientated and at first we see like you know the usual like whoa sudden wobbles in the drone and he needs to win the race as well yeah i think for whatever reason this yeah this is like the that would be the final race where this is going to have to happen yeah but yeah so that, that, that's good so we've got that set up so let's just wind back a wee bit mm-hmm. yeah yeah we're already at the end <laughs> <laughs> so um so why are the what, what's the motivation to get into these races in the first place uh someone is stealing military tech someone needs to go undercover mm-hmm. in fact maybe it's even smaller so it doesn't seem like it's a big thing but it snowballs into like a a bigger thing yeah uh, so it, but like i think the basic idea is that yeah something's getting things are getting stolen but it's always with the stops of this drone tour 
So like that's the the commonality. So they need to send someone undercover. Right. So if stuff's getting stolen when they're on the drone tours, yeah, does that imply that someone within the drone racing community, like one of the one of the organizers, yeah, is organizing the races to be nearby military bases? Yeah, I think yeah, our main antagonist is in some way linked to. Or, like, maybe even the face of this drone tour. Okay. So, like, everyone thinks he's the good guy. He's like, oh, he's the the good guy who is holding all these races, increasing the awareness of drone racing. Yeah. But behind the scenes, he is organizing all the races in key spots so he can steal all the parts for his evil scheme. Mm. And obviously... As soon as like someone works that out at uh, whatever organization our main uh, our protagonists work for, mm-hmm. they're gonna know that it's like you're gonna be able to tell from a mile off that it's someone high up in the drone racing organization that's setting this up. Yeah. So they need to put in yeah. two undercover cops to try and get some evidence. Work out yeah. who it is. But at the same time, I feel like the reason that they they send these guys is like. They're, they're doing it because they know something's up. Mm-hmm. But they don't quite know how bad it is. Right. Okay. So it's so it's like that's why they're sending this undercover cop. Maybe he's on his last chance. Mm-hmm. That's why he has to do this job. And the tech guy. Is cybercrime that big a thing? Pardon? In the real world, yes. But in this, yeah. cybercrime is like the lowest rung. So, picked up on something there. Why is the gruff undercover cop... Have we got a name for him, by the way? I don't have a last name, but his first name is Jack. Is Jack Connors a name? Jack Connors is a pretty good name. Yeah? It's very plain, but Detective Connors. Yeah. Detective Jack Connors. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so why is he on his uh, last chance? Undercover operation gone wrong. So they're setting him on another undercover operation? No, but it's like... It's not his fault. Well, no, that's why they're giving him this job. Okay. It's, this is like a. That's why they're putting him with cyber crimes. Because mm. they're like, this is a nothing job. We just need someone who can go undercover. Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe there's for future, future kind of um, franchisability. Maybe there's someone in their organization that set him up to get him off of the, oh, the good job. Comes back, comes back to the first one. Yeah. yeah. Someone from his past comes back. His old partner. He was dirty the whole time. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. Detective Jack Connors is then sent to work with our other protagonist. Will. Will. Yeah. The short for William. Okay. Will Wheaton. We just have Will Wheaton. And it is Will Wheaton who plays him. Yeah. I could play a good tech guy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no. That could be pretty good, but I feel like you can't call him Will Wheaton. <laughs> um, Will Sharp, Detective Sharp, because he's also words. like mentally sharp. Yeah, because that. I mean, that is the level of smartness that we could pull off <laughs> on the spot. <laughs> so yeah, so you'd have Jack Connors and Will Sharp. Yeah. And do they get on? Not at first, for sure. Yeah. I feel like there is also a moment in the middle of the film where Jack says something 
mean about Will, not realizing that like obviously his his like mic, his hidden mic is still on, and they fall out. That's good, but obviously they're Calls still it. working the case together, so they need to cooperate. Yeah, yeah, they need to come like maybe there's a couple of like little bits where it's like to show how bad Jack is at drone racing. He like starts to flip control back over. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, see, it's not so easy, is it? <laughs> so what we've got so far, we've got Will Sharp and Jack Connors, um, sent by mm-hmm. the organisation they work for. I don't know if we've got a name for that yet. <laughs> it depends. Uh, we can we can have a funny acronym for it. I don't know. I don't. Know. I feel like you could quite easily go like he's obviously the tech guy is from a separate branch. Right. Okay. So he'd be the digital side. Mm-hmm. But we could just make Jack just like an he's an an FBI agent. Right, cool. So he's been like chucked into work be, with this other organization. Yeah, he, or, or he's like, like a side. cop. He's it could always be super vague as to what he is. <laughs> he's a detective some somewhere. Yeah, he has a badge, but no one you never quite see what badge. A little mystery of Jack Connors. Alright, so Jack Connors and Will Sharp are working on what what's the what's the first thing that they are like aiming for because like there there has to be like stages of like how bad this is getting and what's getting stolen or whatever so the, at the start the is something small is getting stolen it's like it's maybe not military tech at that point mm-hmm. but it's the the makings of it's like the lead up to the big finale so it could maybe be even like some like computer chips that are quite pricey. Computer chips, yeah. Yeah. Yes, some like fancy chips, some cameras, all of it. Yeah, like maybe some sort of like radio signal booster that could be like getting towards like the the like how how what sort of range do these, what's the big aim? Yeah. Of these guys, and then obviously the final is they're going to steal a full on military drone. <laughs> see that's gonna be yeah that that's good because i feel like yeah when it starts it's kind of it's almost like there's these small drones kind of like kicking about and they're like they're fast and they're zipping about but they're not really mm-hmm. an issue but then just before they go for the full military drone like they're just souped up with all these fucking like weapons and that on them now oh yeah yeah that's there's a hundred percent like a a point where like their drone gets destroyed yeah in a either an ambush or like they're spying drones make for excellent for like spying i guess as well where they're like trying to watch something going down and then it gets shot oh you see after after their drone gets blown up jack and will can we can have a montage of them creating their own drone yeah and that can be like a bonding moment for them Mm. jack gets really into like painting it <laughs> yeah he's maybe 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 jack's big into like model aircraft or something like that see there that's good and that, that's where he starts to find the common ground because it's just um like model aircrafts but it's, yeah it's, they it's actually like, fly. yeah it's like yeah all the tiny detail putting like being careful Maybe there's like a bit in that where it's like he's uh the like tech guy's like sort of being super careful and careful and he's like sort of his hand shaking a little bit but then mm-hmm. Jack's steady hand yeah comes in does it 
and then and then like on either side of the drone it's just like love and pain just painted on it in small layers oh yeah he's he's done a full like wartime uh like the bombers like the pinup girl that he's put on the side he's painted that on the side <laughs> with absolute precision as well like he's nailed this just like sits and looks at it afterwards and he's just like yeah I get it now yeah yeah he's that's the the common ground right before the big final race cool so at what point do we introduce the antagonist in this you'd have a fake antagonist or like a, a lower down antagonist yeah so it's like they don't know who the like true antagonist is until they have like you know the classic moment where it's like they come walking out yeah as uh, for whatever reason Jack and uh, Will have both been tied up (laughs) (laughs) so at some point they're both tied up yeah I feel like that would be like post race uh, pre military tech theft cool it's like they're like we're taking them down Mm -hmm. they've already taken Will yep and Jack tries to save him but gets captured and then they find out oh shit it was the promoter uh, see now this is what I was going to say so there's two there's two ways this could go down in my mind mm-hmm. the the absolute head of the company the guy who runs it all yeah should be a famous face mm. uh, and his face should be plastered over billboards and stuff and like all these like, yeah, digital yeah. billboards throughout the movie mm-hmm. and then so then you've got two options here the person who's like announcing the races and is like the face of the company is either portrayed to be the antagonist mm-hmm. and then it turns out it's actually the guy in the billboards yeah or the guy in the billboards is portrayed to be the antagonist and then the announce like the guy who like, announces it all then comes forward as the real villain and the guy above him doesn't know mm. oh that's pretty good yeah i think the second option Right, cool. So we've got where he's the like guy seems like a bit like they are they think like this guy's the guy who does it, but the real antagonist is the announcer and the face of the competition, who's a former drone racer. Oh, now that's good. Retired, yeah, drone racer. So the antagonist and the fake antagonist, or well, it's no fake antagonist. The person that you would think is going to be the antagonist and mm-hmm. what are we thinking for them too i feel like i have a face like of like a guy in my head mm-hmm. for the fake ant- or like the actual antagonist. oh wow that's actually kind of spooky that he just popped up it was dylan mcdermott dylan mcdermott <laughs> yeah who's dylan mcdermott was, again either that or someone who looks exactly like him oh yeah i know i know who you're talking about yeah like he's the guy who i'm picturing for the the real antagonist the real antagonist cool but i've not got a huge idea for who to be like who's the who's the big boss of the company well so you want someone charming Mm -hmm. whose face is instantly recognizable but they're obviously these this is the tech billionaire yeah oh Um, actually you know who's quite good i don't know if you've uh have you seen Snowpiercer? Uh, oh, Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, she would be an ideal. She gives off some pretty, like, sort of serious but 
she's she's quite likable yeah sort of vibes but then she does have that sort of is she up to something yeah she looks like she could be she could be good or she could be bad yeah you're not 100% sure so yeah so we got our tech billionaire Jennifer Connelly yep. played by Jennifer Connelly is her name Jennifer uh, Connelly her name is Jennifer Connelly <laughs> her name is Snowpiercer <laughs> the, the company's name is Snowpiercer <laughs> <laughs> so she is she seems like she could be like that's who the big suspect is yeah because as well like if you if you've got her face plastered all over everything like mm-hmm. fans of other things like Snowpiercer and that will recognize her and think oh i wonder what her deal is because if you if she doesn't yeah. get like formally introduced for like the first wee bit and then mm-hmm. starts making more of a presence felt I just starts like getting her about a couple scenes like yeah, yeah then you can just like slowly introduce her and she gets bigger and bigger and you think oh right so that's who's doing it and then it's a switch mm-hmm. around it's actually Dylan McDermott yeah the retired drone racer the retired drone racer yeah Jennifer Connelly played by Jennifer Connelly is going to be um, she's going to be a goodie yeah yeah. Or well, not not the same. Maybe not a, a goodie, but like a kind of neutral party neutral car, yeah. that favors towards the good side, but is in it for her own kind of gains. And then Dylan, Mc- which yes, yeah, Dylan McDermott is is the real bad guy. Yeah, and he, he's the he's gonna or- he's trying to orchestrate some grand takedown of something. Yeah. Perhaps the company who he works for. Oh, so he's trying to take down those who hired him. Yeah, he's trying of to take incident, down Jennifer Connolly because of an incident that Jennifer Connolly. They pushed him to retire. They pushed him to retire. He'd become the face because he did something back in the day. Yeah, they, well, they he they were like you're walk. They basically said like you're kind of like you're past it, and he's he, that's his point to prove. Man, this feels like. I'm, I I feel like our exec could be looking at the door. We need to. We need a. How does this? We need an opening. We have not opened this film. <laughs> right. What you want is a drone race happening. Mm-hmm. You have "Kickstart My Heart" by Motley Crue playing. Okay. You're seeing all these like wild visuals and all these drones like flying about past each other and stuff from like mm-hmm. point of view as well. Yeah. Um. And then you have the tech guy sitting, like, watching the computer and that. Suddenly, like, one of the drones just, like, crashes and, like, explodes. Mm-hmm. And he just starts going wild and he's just watching the drone championships. He's not actually participating. Does Yeah, but it, throughout the whole thing, it does look like he is. Do we have it where, simultaneously, while this is going on, there is it does keep cutting to... Our undercover detective has things have gone wrong and he's in like a big fight a brawl so like we're seeing both of them we're seeing both of them but like in basically the states that we're going to see them in perhaps later mm-hmm. but we're seeing it early on so like the undercover detectives in a big fight with a bunch of guys after things have gone wrong and our guys he's watching the drone racing and he is perhaps holding a controller as well with a, a headset on. He's also playing a game <laughs> while he's watching it. 
<laughs> but we're also cutting in drone shots. Yeah. Is he is he playing a drone racing game on the PS like six or something? Yeah. Yeah, he's playing a drone racing game on the game station eight. <laughs> game station eight. Nice. Unless Sony decides to pay us and then in which case it is a PlayStation. Well there's 5 there's some op- uh, options for sponsors there. That introduces both of them. How do we introduce the two antagonists? Well Jennifer Conley obviously. Billboards and that to begin with. Yeah, it's yeah, it'd have to be Does the tech guy does he think that something's going on? Like he sees the correlation between like there's crimes here we need to go undercover at the drone racing yeah so he's actually he he's just a drone enthusiast and he starts noticing things as he's watching it and goes to his higher ups yeah he initiates the the need for the undercover and then that's when it like cuts to the the other guy getting shouted at by his uh his commanding officer yeah jack connor's getting like shouted at for the undercover operation that's gone wrong this is his last chance yeah, maybe the tech guy's not cleared, like, 100% cleared for field work. Well, I was going to say, like, he, he's, like, totally game just to take this on himself. He wants to go in and race the drones and do all the investigations. Yeah. But his superiors are just like, no, you need someone with more kind of, like, charisma. Maybe he's failed something, like his his firearms training or something <laughs> along those lines. So he has, he has something that he's going to, his, like, kick-assery course, he yeah. failed that. <laughs> so like he's got to uh he can't go out in the field but he can like he can't go like into like the face sort of side of the field but he can to an extent go out to the field but then it gives him something where he can save the protagonist's life at the end by shooting the bad guy <laughs> <laughs> that's yes oh his steady hand it comes back to the steady hand it's, he's got that he's got that gamer twitch the gamer his hands twitch he can't keep the can't keep him steady <laughs> but then finally he does in the end when he shoots the bad guy yes right so we've got the, the kind of two arcs for our protagonists mm-hmm. we've got the arcs for the antagonists we've named actors that we'd like for the antagonists we need to um, pick for our protagonists oh yeah I, for the gruff guy mm-hmm. I want Jason Statham you want Jason Statham nice I want Jason Statham he's Ideal. I would not be surprised if Jason Statham himself hates technology. <laughs> Refuses to work with digital uh, <laughs> digital cameras. Only film. Jason Statham. Don't like digital. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Jason Statham. <laughs> Why is he in the th- Neanderthal now? Um, so and the who's our guy? tech guy? Do we actually just go with Will Wheaton? Will we? Oh yeah, yeah, we've got Will Wheaton. Yep. Yeah. Could you imagine the pairing of Will Wheaton and Jason Statham? I'm surprised they've not worked together already. <laughs> Do we have like a little cameo? Oh, what like a just, just a, like a small character sort of... that we can bring back in later on? Mm, yeah, I think. Who sets them up uh, with all the drone stuff? Oh, that's true. Yeah, the the, the, the queue uh, of this universe. Will Wheaton's like I. They're like. After their drone gets in, just I think he's they use his drone to begin with, mm-hmm. but then after the drone gets destroyed, he does do the I know a guy, mm. and takes him to the drone shop, 
and we have a, a ludicrous style like in Fast and the Furious yeah guy who's got the garage but for drones yeah I kind of want uh, who's the guy that's in that new Drummond film that's come out he was in Rogue One as well alright Riz Ahmed oh yeah 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 he'd be he'd be pretty solid as the there's also opportunities for like cameos with the other racers because there's always going to be like a pretty mixed group well obviously Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah 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 there's one team that's like got like a drone that's for whatever reason still within regulation size but it's twice the size of any other drone <laughs> can can we have Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Vin Diesel as a pair that would race drones together oh they I mean they hate each other <laughs> oh, I see them giving like each other a high five when they get like when they come like second or something. Oh, wait, I mean, you could probably bring in um, uh, you could bring in Kevin Hart and Dwayne Johnson as a pair. Yeah, Dwayne Johnson is the tech guy for that. <laughs> Kevin Hart's the face. <laughs> Kevin Hart is the face and racer of this absolute monster machine. <laughs> it's like twice the size of him. Mm, yeah. So I think in the middle as well, there would be a a team that is sponsored by, like there's the company team mm-hmm. who has, uh, the tech could be like a love interest for Will Wheaton's character, Will. But maybe Will Wheaton isn't good at talking to girls <laughs> do we play that trope i feel it's set up like the classic oh this is going to be his love interest but mm-hmm. she's just not interested mm. and just rejects will wheaton at mm-hmm. every point which is really dashes hopes yeah she's also part of the company team so she's uh part of their getting into the the whole uh, operation okay yeah which leads us more into the like it's clearly such and such aerodynamics or whatever yeah because she could she could be like the, the bad guys yeah so maybe she's undercover maybe she's like the top racer maybe she's a racer who's also a tech like she's the techie but she's a better racer yeah but she's just very very good at drone racing so there's also yeah. like there's also this kind of like Will Wheaton kind of fancies her, but also he's just mm-hmm. got like mad respect for her because she's just that good. Yeah. Oh yeah, she she knows she knows more about like drones than anyone else in the movie. Who do we have for her then? What if Aquafina played her? Who's that? She is an actress and a rapper, oh. and she was in what was she in? She was in Ocean's Eight. I get you. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Maybe she's working. Like, obviously, she's working for. Yeah, she works for Jennifer Connelly, but maybe she also is, like, she's a like drone. Like, she's essentially a drone scientist. Yeah, because I'm thinking, maybe Jennifer Connelly suspects someone in her company but doesn't know who it is, so she's like got Aquafina working as an undercover person for her to try and like work out who it is mm. but she's also just really really good at drone racing true there's the other one where it's like 
at a point she's like they're they're all friendly sort of thing and Mm -hmm. jack and will are like this is post their bonding sort of thing but they're trying to work out why everyone's stealing these parts like they're like why these parts what this is what would this even make Mm -hmm. but then she knows the answer and tells them like it's like they're trying to make a super signal military booster yeah. And that's when they, they get the like final like clue as to like, oh shit, they're gonna steal like they look at like the tour dates and it's like Russia for the last like the big final race. <laughs> they're like they're tr- they're gonna try and steal a military, like a Russian drone and start a war with America. Amazing. Yeah, that's exactly what is needed. So yeah, so we jump ahead a wee bit eh? they've uh, they've worked out that it's uh, Dermot. Did we actually give him a, a, an evil name? No. Did we give him a name? What what would what would his name be? Damien. Dame Oh yeah, Damien's good. Yeah, so Damien Oh Damien Weiss. Damien Weiss. We would some be in German in Ooh. ancestry. Yeah, his name is yeah, Damien Weiss is pretty good. Uh but yeah, so Damien This is post reveal of Damien. Mm-hmm. Or is this like Are we going for like Right at the end Like they've been captured Damien comes out They're like Oh shit We thought it was uh, Jennifer Connelly uh, Yeah Jennifer Connelly He was playing Jennifer Connelly <laughs> <laughs> uh, And this is like Does he leave them tied up With like a screen that shows A drone's camera As he's Like it's the drone feed from It's like you guys are going to have to watch as this like you failed to stop me so then how does how does um all right how, so how how does will sharp go about getting a gun to shoot damien weiss so i think like preceding that there's a big fight between damien and jack mm-hmm. which ends in jack on the ground like damien over him with a gun yeah and then maybe at like through that point Will is like he's supposed to be going to like stop the the either the drone or there's maybe a drone fight in like between two military drones as like the big action set piece like two drones just like shooting at each other but then he's either not good enough and then that's when like Aquafina's character like takes over yeah and he, she's like go help Jack for whatever reason they're in a warehouse and there's catwalks so they can see it you're about to get his ass kicked and then Will shoots Damien does he have a gun or does he either drop down or come up behind Damien he gets and knock at, the gun like knock him down and like his gun I like goes on the floor at the, st- at the start of the fight Jack's gun gets like kicked Okay. Like cool. knocked out of his hand as he's like coming up behind Damien, uh, who's doing something along the lines of controlling a drone. Yeah. He takes a gun, bashes Damien on the head with it. Oh yeah, yeah. I know if he does shoot him, he doesn't like kill him. He, like it's like clearly like later on you see him like with the cops around him with like a shoulder injury. Okay. Yeah. But he does enough to save. Jack. Yeah. Because right, you don't want him turned into a killer just yet. No, no. No, yeah, that's like a dark timeline. Then Damien gets taken by the authorities. Aquafina 
wins the race and stops the drone the, the drones Aquafina has to install an EMP into their drone Ooh. well if the military drone's getting controlled by Damien then like Jack getting it is enough to stop it but mm-hmm. like they have to like yeah they'll take over and like land it or something oh, cause there, it's like that's there, like yeah there will be other but, like it, smaller drones going about as well yeah so she can like set off an EMP to like ground all of them and then it's just like the big yeah. one left yeah the big one gets uh, they stop the big drone from doing its big evil thing mm-hmm. taking down America maybe maybe I don't know why but one of the things they were going to do is destroy the Kremlin but he was going to make it look like it was like a faulty drone or something like that yeah so he's like he was going to fly it really high and then drop it down so it looked like one America was spying on the Russians yeah and two the company was responsible in some way yeah because yeah because you can to take down their, Jennifer Connelly their logo and shit on it and I feel like when Damien reveals himself as the true antagonist I really really want him to stop using his Americanized accent and just start speaking in a really bad German accent yeah that's that I mean yeah he has to he's trying to start World War 3 oh no <laughs> cool so I think that that's kind of that's the first film covered yeah we've got it so it opens up these two have to work together over the course of the film Jack learns about like to to love maybe not love technology but to accept technology mm-hmm. while yeah. Will learns he gains confidence in himself mm-hmm. and shoots someone <laughs> the ultimate character someone. from someone who can't shoot someone to someone who will shoot someone <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah over the course of it we got antagonists we got some like a lot there will be a lot of drone racing shots it does need a title it does need a title now see first person view drone racing is called FPV like drone racing could we use FPV mm-hmm. maybe come up with what that acronym is because I'm still I'm thinking FP3 I'm thinking the third film is FP3 but then you've also got <laughs> FPV which is the fifth film technically you could also do FP2 yep <laughs> you could do them all you can just, just Roman numeral the whole way through no because I, I, I want uh, one of them to be called FP what, uh, whatever number it is the sky's the limit well yeah they're all going to have like the like colon uh, something Oh, yeah. So like F, it's like FPV, first person violence. Either <laughs> <laughs> that or the first one is just FPV. Also, is there a scene in it where he's got the headset on, but he can still see through it, and like some guys are trying to beat up Jack? Yeah. And he's like kicking ass while like pretending to fly a drone. A hundred percent. That's gonna be part of it. Yeah. No, I think I think FPV to start. To start with. And then it can be FPV two, the sky's the limit, mm-hmm. and then FP three. FP three. Then. Wait, what? Ha- what's going to happen in Sky's the Limit? Is it going to be bigger drones? <laughs> it's going it's to be bigger drones, and uh, they're going to allude to that drones don't work in space. Ooh. But by the end of the film, it sets up for the third one 
that they can go to space and the sky's no longer the limit. Yeah. Do we have also one where obviously drones are like like big military drones are like UAVs which are like unmanned air vehicles, but are they literally unmanned? It's AIs. Oh. AI is the bad guy. Right. Rogue yeah. AI. Rogue AI set up drones. Yeah, because that can be that can be the fourth one. Mm-hmm. So after they've after they've done space, they accidentally invent an AI yeah. that starts to control it comes drones back. itself. It was created by Jennifer Connelly's company. Yeah. Or maybe and, maybe even brings back like they were trying to create a good AI to do like certain jobs for drones and then someone stole it. Do we end with the fifth film? But the fifth film's just fucking mental. At one, do you know the scene in was it three hundred where like all the arrows fly and the like sky goes dark? Yeah. Could you remake that but with just drones? drones. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, because we can call it FPV, uh, FPV when the like as in the five, mm-hmm. and then it's just uh, colon drone wars. Oh, attack of the drones. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a full on like like skip a few years ahead after the AI film and it's a post apocalyptic world. Ooh. And then we go full like Terminator. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that fits in with the, the kinda of Fast and the Furious kinda of, uh ethos where you start off with a normal kind of concept and then it just goes haywire. Mm. It was just drone racing and now it's fucking drone racing up the side of a building but in space yeah i think there's uh the second one that it should be like uh one that is like a call it goes back more towards the drone racing side where it's like back yeah. to sort of a more grounded drone racing but it's yeah. like it does it and like it really goes for the drone racing it's like a basically a full movie of an excuse to race drones <laughs> <laughs> It could even be like it could even be a prequel. Oh, and then we can bring we back could, we could even bring back Damien, young Damien. Well, you could do you could do it as a prequel for Jennifer Connelly. True. And have Damien's like backstory in there as well. Yeah, it's like it's while he's still an active racer. Yeah. Even putting Aquafina as like she's an intern at this point. You could actually maybe have Jennifer Connelly as the antagonist that fucks over Dermot. Oh, you're saying he's the protagonist in it? Damien. Yeah. When she ruins his career, that sets him up to then swap. Because she's always been like a neutral party, so she's always doing good and bad things. Yeah. But in this case, she was the antagonist, and she sets up for Damien to be the antagonist in the first film. Mm, That's pretty good. Like when does that get released though? Uh, what the flashback one? Yeah. yeah Is a... that? Uh, I think it needs to be further on into the franchise. So like, either after three or four. Yeah, yeah. It'd have to be a slightly later one, or it'd be like a three. Mm-hmm. Where it's like a callback to like, oh, here's the first one, or like some stuff. Yeah. So we've got the first one, which is just a drone racing. The second one, where everything's a bit bigger than that. Mm. The third one's where they go up into space. Is the first one, like, do we do it as, like, it's not an international tour, it's an American tour? 
It's an American drone. But he's trying to steal an American... Dr- well, he's trying to steal an American drone to crash it into the US. Uh, into the, the into the Kremlin to start uh, the war and to like completely destroy like the reputation yeah. of uh, this company. Yeah, I think that works. Advanced aeronautics. Because as well, because that's the classic, just like, oh, we're in America and all that. And then just when everything starts like gearing up, mm-hmm. just like, yeah, now we're going to Russia. Yeah. And then the, the second one could be like, it's more of an international. Yep. Bigger races, better, like better locations. We've got money now. <laughs> yeah. Fucking going over Peru and stuff like that. Mm. A race through the streets of Monaco. Oh, by the way, second one, sky's the limit. We could have them um, have them going near like all the like, like seven wonders of the world, like big landmarks and that. Ooh. And then the landmarks start getting destroyed. It's like someone good. just crashes into the pyramids. Cool, yeah. So, first film, sky's the limit when it goes international. Third film, space. Mm-hmm. I feel like then we go fourth film where it's the um, AI one after space yeah we've got a, a clear kind of like storyline going there then we do the prequel that sets up Jennifer Connelly being the antagonist that creates the antagonist of the first film Damien mm-hmm. and then we go mental on the fifth one and it's yeah. drone wars yeah I think the fourth one although it goes to space it's pretty light on like it's not like full on we're taking satellites out of the sky sort of space yeah but it's getting close and that's where yeah. like the fifth one does go full on like there's a, a fight a drone fight in space like the entire like whoever's like doing the drone stuff in the fifth one's trying to block out the sun oh yes with a giant drone yeah or maybe they're going to fly a drone into the sun to extinguish it or something. Like, this this guy's, like, <laughs> clearly nuts. Because they could also, they could uh, go, like, they could have a drone that grabs other satellites and, like, the International Space Station and all that and pulls it into itself and amalgamates itself with all these, like, satellites. Oh. That gets yes. bigger and bigger. <laughs> Just embeds itself in the moon and now the moon's a, di- a giant drone. And I, I do does Jack O'Connor and or Jack Connor and Will Sharp do they stay in it the whole time? Are they like the the staples of the apart from obviously the spin off film which has maybe yeah. at the it could have Will in it getting an autograph at one point as like a yeah little cameo. See, I think the film where the the AI's taken over. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Jack Connor should retire because mm. he, he's he's gotten to grips with the ever changing world of technology around him. Yeah. But it doesn't mean he has to like it. And then when the AI starts rising up, he's just like, "No, nope, that's it. I'm out. I want to retire. I want to go to the Bahamas." Yeah. Oh yeah, he's he retired at the end of three. Yeah. He was like, "I'm," um, uh, or he retired at the end of. Yeah, he retires at the end of three then. So yeah. he's like, I, this is getting a bit out of there for me. And then he comes back for five because he yeah, realised we needed him. But it's a post-apocalyptic world now as well, so... Yeah. He, he comes back and he's got like a cyborg arm implanted. It's yeah. just like, I've become one with technology. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
He can control Jones with a chip that's been implanted in his brain. <laughs> Jack's the bad guy in five. <laughs> they have to conv- they have to like basically appeal to his human side rather than this <laughs> the robot side. Maybe the maybe the the AI from the other one that was like his failsafe was that they tracked down Jack Connors in the in the Bahamas <laughs> and like taken over his body. Yeah, I think definitely the like at some point Jack Connor is evil, but it's not under his control. There's obviously the tech guy who keeps coming back as well. Oh yeah, Rosamed. Yeah, he's gonna keep coming back obviously throughout. Yeah. Maybe it's like the the AI thing is when they're in space they found some bits and pieces and he's just like, Oh, I wanna fiddle about with this and see if I can like uh, mm. use this to like soup up my drones a wee bit. Uh and it's like the whole Tony Stark creating Ultron thing. Mm. But he creates the AI drones by accident and they turn evil. Yeah. Him and Aquafina working together, but they accidentally create the evil drone. Yeah. Or it gets stolen by some third party. Yeah. The Russians. The Russians. <laughs> Dermot's, Damien's, Damien's brother. <laughs> Damien's brother's um, Russian. Yeah, his brother's Russian. We like really just like mess about with him. <laughs> um, cool. I think we've kind of covered everything. Yeah, we've got our intro film. We've got our uh We've got some ideals for where it could go. Yep. We've got our stars, we've got our drones, we've got our everything. Yeah. Cool. So, James, mm-hmm. what do you think? Did did we meet our criteria, our initial criteria, our brief? I think I think we did. I like the idea of telling us that he's like, I think we met our initial brief. <laughs> <laughs> He's just I think there, we, just, still part I think of our we described a, a film that was close to the prompt that we said at the start. Yeah, <laughs> he's just sitting there, just like nodding, just like yeah, I like it, boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think yeah, the demos probably. I reckon this you could sell this to. You know, there's some action. Might even like, depending on how many swears and how much like actual fighting there is, you could even maybe get this to a twelve really pushed yeah, but I think 15 is probably the safest bet yeah you know what the first film could even maybe be a 12 and then we could ramp it up to a 15 for the subsequent yeah. ones but I think the only part that's probably going to keep it as a 15 is the shooting the fight scenes between like Damien yeah. and Jack and then also the intro where like the guy's fighting where uh, Jack's fighting off whatever his undercover drug operation that went wrong yeah no you're when right he's doing yeah. his fighting he'll put someone's head through like a wall or something like that i do want i think one of the one of the later films should be rated 18 so that like it's, it's kind of like as the films go on this is the, the films are growing movie. up with the audience well yeah there definitely is an 18 film in there somewhere yeah maybe the the last one they're like we've all no holds barred this yeah. is our our magnum opus, our piece de la resistance. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> We've just gone balls to the wall for the last film. Yeah, Jack rips someone's head off. 
with his cyborg arm. <laughs> with his cyborg, he, he pits his cyborg arm over their head and crushes it. Just, just in, it's in Kevin the, Hart, in the inside of the elbow, <laughs> he just fucking crunches someone's head. Yeah, it's Kevin Hart. He's got him. He's got Kevin Hart. Oh no, <laughs> he's back. <laughs> the Rock just breaks down crying. If you get the right tone for it, it can be really funny and also quite dark. Mm, yeah, it can. It can toe the line, mm. but it can also have a lot of really bright action shots with like the drone racing. Yeah, like you can keep. You can. There's a lot of visual interest there. Yeah. Like Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible, kind of. Yeah. And I mean, this is so far the best franchise we've come up with. Oh, yeah. Sure. So, listeners, we're going to we're gonna start a rating system. Like the, the star in the reasonably priced car from uh, Top Gear, where each time we finish a franchise, we're going to rate it against all the other franchises. So currently, this is the best and worst franchise that we've come up with. Yeah, FPV is currently the top and bottom spot. Yeah, I think that's, that's been a solid pitch. Stay tuned to hear the next instalment of Franchisability. Yeah, either as a full podcast or another part of a tuna break. Copyright. <laughs> I love that, at least. Thank you very much for listening. If you made it all the way through our incoherent chats. I hope some of it made sense. <laughs> if you can follow it, well done. Hopefully, over time, we will get better at this. <laughs> Thank you very much. Like mm-hmm. and subscribe to Tunaboo and this uh, franchisability when it comes out to a podcast site near you. Uh, I've been Liam. I've been James. Wow, franchisability. Bye. <laughs>